Trigger warning. The following episode contains mentions of sexual assault and physical violence in relation to marginalized communities. Listener discretion is advised. Can I be real a second for just a millisecond? Let down my guard, tell the people how I feel a second. Now I'm the model of a modern major general, the venerated Virginian veteran whose men are all lining up to... We interrupt your regularly scheduled Hamilton to bring you the Speakeasy Podcast. I am Prajul Prakash and with me are my colleagues Sayed Samid Anwar. Hello. And Shuli Banerjee. Hi. So what are we talking about today, guys? Okay, so we're talking about um, Sharjeel Imam and something that's called the Chakka Jam. Well, do you guys know what a Chakka Jam is? Prajwal, mm. do you want to explain? Uh, yeah, sure. So Chakka Jam, kya hota? basically, it's when a road is blockaded or a traffic jam is created as protest. So it basically supplies communication trade in sabko band karne ke liye. They create a traffic jam. So abhi isme Sharjeel Imam, how does he fit into this? Samit? Well, um, what you need to understand is that Sharjeel Imam was arrested in Bihar soon after he had made his speech in the Aligarh uh, Muslim University. Right. So there's a very famous speech that he had made that was, you know, thrown around by all sorts of media houses, all politicians that was deemed as seditious and inflammatory. You know, I mean, even a few members of his family were detained. You know? So a lot of misinformation was thrown around. Tumhara aagya tha. You know, his mother had said that uh, his speech and his comments were misconstrued and Bihar Chief Minister Mr. Nitish Kumar had told journalists that, you know, uh, nobody should be allowed to make hate speeches against India, Excellent. you know, carrying out protests. Uh-huh. Um, hate speeches against India? Doesn't the democracy just give you that right to make, like, freedom of speech? How, how dare you even say that? Actually, Get no. Seditious laws are in India. Mein. Uh, but in fact, inflammatory speech is actually protected by the freedom of speech in India. Not necessarily. So how the principle essentially is that if you go ahead and, you know, you call for, let's say, India breaking up uh-huh. with Kashmir, for example. So anti-national thing comes in. Kind of. Or if you go ahead and scream, ki, you know, you want uh, violence to be inflicted on some individual or a group of individuals. That's an inflammatory uh, speech. Okay. So, so one second, one second. I, I, I now understand what an inflammatory speech is. But what was there in the speech? The speech content was so seditious usko deem kar diya gaya tha. You know, why don't you listen to it for yourself? Cool. So, I mean, you, you've heard the speech, right? I mean, it's very clear that he's talking about a chakka jam. Right? We just described what chakka jam kya tha. It's a form of protest which is aimed at cutting off supplies and communications and trade to force the government into either entering a conversation or essentially accepting the demands of the protesters, right? So actually, what is that many BJP ministers, many media houses, you know, they played only a tiny segment, like this four uh, second segment. 
जहां पे यू नो वहां पे बोलते हैं कि अच्छा हम तो इत पांच लाख लोग आ जाएंगे तो हम आसाम काट देंगे यू नो दे ओनली प्ले दैट फोर सेकंड स्पीच एंड लाइक एबीपी न्यूज लिटरली हैड द गॉल टू प्ले द एंटायर स्पीच एंड देन लाई टू द व्यूअर्स फेसेस बाय स्टेटिंग देखिए तो भारत को पटवार पकड़ने की बात कर रहा है इवन दो ही क्लियरली सेड हम नमक डाल देंगे यू नो वी विल वी विल क्रिएट अ चक्का जाम एसेंशियली सो तुम्हारे पास ये आ जाता है एंड द थिंग इज कॉलिंग फॉर अ चक्का जाम एंड क्रिएटिंग अ चक्का जाम नाइदर ऑफ दोस थिंग्स आर पनिशेबल ठीक है अंडर द लॉ chakka jam is considered as a very very legitimate form of protest especially right? in india we in 2006 uh, dekho rajnath singh he said we would stage a national nationwide uh, chakka jam because of hiking cost of petrol products mm-hmm. Up, you can say that you can create a chakka jam for that but you can't for you know people's lives in fact mm-hmm. i'm not wrong abhi farmers protest ke time pe bhi to we have been having a, a bunch of chakka jams right Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like they are a chakka jam. So essentially, who cares? Right? They block the borders, right? Delhi ka. And what they're doing is essentially stopping trade, uh, communication, supply, and a lot of uh, you know goods coming into and leaving Delhi, right. which is a chakka jam essentially. It's a, it's a legitimate form of protest again. Yes, of course. Exactly. So like you have to ask yourself now, if keeping this in mind, you know, why is Sharjeel Imam, you know, classified as a terrorist who makes seditious and inflammatory speeches? And by the way, seditious inflammatory speeches. That's literally the charge that was put on him. ठीक है, so you have to ask a question: Why is he classified as a terrorist? मतलब देखो अमित शाह ने कहा है ना आप क्रोनोलॉजी समझिए. So what happened is Shaheen Bagh में a a female-led protest शुरू हुआ. ठीक है. And Sharjeel Imam eventually came in there and he was one of the biggest speakers over there. ठीक है. And he तो बात क्या है? From what I understand with the protests and everything that was going on, protests started last year. ठीक है. And happened during the elections as well. Now what thing is. you can sort of think thinking about it you can sort of classify shaheen bagh protests as one of the first mass movements led by minorities take against the central government if you don't consider bhima koregaon and everything theek hai bhima koregaon bhi tha but usme wo attack ho gaya tha unpe to basically kya hai it's a muslim led org it's a muslim led movement there is no denying it if you go over there it's predominantly it's, predom- it's predominantly muslims jo wahan pe protest kar rahe hain but there is a lot of support from non muslims as well theek hai and sharjeel imam was linked over there so what the government desperately needed to do was delegitimize the movement dekho right? abhi exactly what samit is saying is they needed a scapegoat hmm. they get one person they say ye terrorist hai humko seditious seditious cheeze mili hai is aadmi ko jail bhejo to the hmm. whole movement now is is comes into question ki are these people also terrorists are because of their association with him do they also become terrorists and this is how they they get mm-hmm. votes one and they like scapegoat a whole a community right. and not right. only that yeah you were talking about the chronology pehle na to why i was just, i was just thinking about it mai dimag mein why aa raha tha ki like let's think about it like ab chronology samjhiye theek hai so you had amit shah he had legit gone and said ki uh, you know vote for bjp to stop things like shahin bagh legit usne muh pe bola tha directly theek hai and then they try to delegitimize shahin bagh by calling it a conspiracy by the opposition which they try to do the same with the farmers protests right of course they failed like kya hua ki you had you know um, more and more protests springing up throughout the nation with women leading the way right and bjp realized they can't legitimize delegitimize a protest through the usual means that they have right hmm. so what do they do they use a scapegoat right they say acha this person is a terrorist right and this person is supported by this movement right therefore and... this movement is itself a terrorist movement right and that movement is supported by the opposition 
Therefore, the opposition supports terrorists. You're essentially killing three birds with one stone. It's an easy oversimplification that leads yeah. to so many confusions. Now, the exactly. normal person, normal person who doesn't know anything about this movement, maybe one of our listeners is thinking, hmm, this, ye, ye, this is a good train of thought. I should follow this. And then they've just, they've just been led into this trap. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So Vahi Tumara And like this, I mean, this move that the government pulled clearly failed. They did not win the Delhi elections. And secondly, Tumhare Pas Vobi Ajata ki um they clearly failed. They failed to delegitimize the movement as well. Agar COVID-19 pandemic nahi hota, I am not joking. It's Shahin Bagh would still be going on, but unfortunately, because of the pandemic, people had to move out of there. Take it. And like I think less than a week after they moved, moved out, the police went in, destroyed all of the things that were set up in Shaheen Bagh, and just yeah, destroyed it with walls repaint, you know, any remembrance you may have had of what Shaheen Bagh protest was, this is gone. Right. So this is how they're trying to destroy history, right? First they exactly legitimize, then they fed misinformation. This mm. uh, put out uh edited edited content Shajil Imam's speech is a classic use of BJP's IT cell Matlab, these four seconds have caused national outrage at this person for saying something that is actually not that extremist it's something that has that it's India not, has a precedent of if you're regarding Chakka Jant, it's not that it's not that extremist it's not extremist it's a legitimate and recognized form of protest right and that's what he clearly asked for he said ki, like you know itna namak denge ki ek Ram se lag and that you know we want to cut off the forces from entering Assam it's essentially to force the government into a dialogue with Muslims but then tumhara ye hota hai. so he was arrested under that and then you have further pro- you have further arrests which is just baffling to me so in the February Delhi pogrom jo hua. Yeah, he no no before he was arrested for the February Delhi pogrom under the UAPA, he was in fact arrested for the ja- violence that happened at Jamia. Okay, so Jamia mile Islamia jo, uh, university in Delhi, mm-hmm. Okla ki mm-hmm. Usme basically last year kya hua tha, a bunch of peaceful protesters were attacked by the cops. Wait, last and year as in 2020? 2019. 2019, 2019. so last last year. I'm still, I'm still in 2020 ka mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah. So it was said that, you know, his speeches and his movements and his actions caused the violence in Jamia Milia Islamia, despite the police being the aggressors. You know, you I mean, I don't know if I'm sure people have seen the videos where you see CCTV cameras. Clearly show that like bad people are studying in libraries, police come and beat them. But no, police, police, mm. police were police chill. Good. Police were not police, good. Police, people. police did no exactly. violence actually. No, no. Are, even more, yeah. Even more like there first hand reports, hai, like witness reports are the Islamophobic slurs still are right. And so, bhai, but like uske upar, that's mm-hmm. far for the course at this point. Islamophobic yeah. slurs. But then the thing is like pe ek aur bhi tumhara aa gaya tha ki, um there were legit counts of sexual assault from police officers okay as in like i was reading reports and mentioned kya hua tha ki, um you know a lot of women they were actually scared of being assaulted by the police so they went into the washrooms uh the police cut the power pure like area mein, mm-hmm. take it, they broke into the washrooms they broke cctvs cameras and everything oh, video may be the like the cop looks up and breaks the cctv camera library footage this happened a lot take and you know tumhara women ko pe assault kara gaya, sexually assault kara gaya. And it's just why and you know that all sort of culminated into the fact that uh, two people, if I remember correctly, I think it was two. Yeah, two people were shot by yeah, cops. Yeah, that is what I was coming to. Yeah. Yeah, they were shot by cops. They were admitted in Safdarjung Hospital. The doctors over there said that yes, they have been shot. 
Yeah, and then you know, so he was arrested on the UAPA for that initially. Mm-hmm. Then again, in August, while he was already in jail, he was arrested again for the February Delhi pogrom stating that "Achha nahi, you so, caused the violence." Who's who's he? I'm a little lost. Who's he? He is Sharjeet Imam. You know, they yes. arrested Sharjeet Imam again okay. in August under the UAPA stating that "Achha, no, you caused the February Delhi pogrom. You have Muslims against violence created." Thing is, this man like, was in jail. Yeah, he, he was already in jail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he literally said, "Ki how am I supposed to have caused this Delhi program pogrom?" Mm-hmm. जब मैं जेल में था हाउ एम आई ऑर्गेनाइजिंग दिस बट नोबडी टेलीपैथी यार तुम समझ नहीं रहे एक्स एक्स मैन एग्जैक्टली इट्स गॉट सुपर पावर बट इफ यू इफ यू एक्चुअली थिंक अबाउट इट ना यू हैव गॉट अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल लाइक कपिल मिश्रा है तुम्हारे पास अनुराग ठाकुर भी है पीपल दैट इज रोमिंग आउटसाइड ना उनका फर्क क्या पड़ता है यू नो दे हैड मेड कमेंट्स सच एज देशे गद्दारों को गोली मारो सालों को एक्चुअली शॉट अ गन इन द मिडल ऑफ जामिया पे people who've been arrested under the UAPA and are just sitting in there with with no 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 bail being given to them for months many of them are still there the thing is why aa jata na you have got two principles isme aa jata like we spoke about this in the UAPA ka ma jo legal analysis tha essentially the way to get bail under the UAPA itself is to essentially be prima facie innocent as in right. like you have to be innocent on the face exactly. of it yeah. which means you have to prove your innocence to get bail yeah but but the thing is they're not even given that opportunity ha, the amount dumb. of evidence that is matlab seditious literature ek to kuch bhi bol sakte hai government can declare mm. this something as seditious literature right we've talked about this before so yeah. There is the amount of evidence that is against a person. There's just no way to be prima facie. Hey, why I was I was listening to the Sumar Khalid ka interview, na Kash Panerjee. Sumar Khalid had mentioned you know, Mitra said this, and he said, you know, if you're a person who's researching on Adivasi Adivasis, for example, Adivasi yeah. community research, you will have a book about the Maoist movement in India. Of you will have a you, you will read the Communist Manifesto. You will know about that. The government can classify that as seditious literature and say, "Acha, there is Maoist with link." Yeah, you can't yeah. say, "Tumari ye thesis uh, seditious hai," when the thesis is about uh, tribes in India. There 
But you know, while I was reading about Sharjeel Imam and researching on him, there were there were two things that I really wanted that made me. How do I say it? There were two things that just made me think. You know, to deeply relate, like deeply like, personal. Your things. gears churning. Maybe, but like the first was he speaks about this in his speech in uh, AMU as well, where he speaks about the delegitimization of Muslims. you know and i was mm-hmm. thinking about this in context to the farmers protests so exactly ho kya raha hai the government is engaging with the farmers right the government yeah. is it's going know, out about making speeches mm-hmm. going interacting baat to kar rahe hain yeah. yeah whatever form they are taking even with absolute bullshit they're at least engaging with them right they are listening to them and all that we never got that opportunity we never have that opportunity kya hua jab hum log ne ca ke against protest kara kya hua hum log ko terrorist bulaya hum pe police chhod di hum pe goli mara hum log ko jail mein dala peeta this brings That's... us back to a very important stand that we as a nation need to take as a democracy need to take is to give everyone that platform to have a conversation because otherwise this is what it leads to right that this is the heights it goes to when you don't listen as a government it is so important to listen to the issues your people are facing i was saying that it's important to listen to issues yes but acknowledging issues is the most is yeah, also of important course, of course, to say I, I, that yeah we have to say that i hear you i'm not going to do anything about it probably but i hear you which is what they're doing with the farmers protest they're giving them that amount of respect ki main sun sakta tumhari baat of course it's I'll not enough of, of course else. neither of these things are enough and and of course none of this is still justified but i'm saying that is what we need we need at least that first up which didn't even happen the thing is No offense to either of you, but the way you speak it, it's like something that you know we need to do. हमारे पास पहले भी होता था. Just it never did. ठीक है. Muslims, Dalits, Adivasis, we've been oppressed for seventy plus years. ठीक है. There is no other way about it. We have never been given a platform to speak on. We have never been given opportunities to raise our voices for our concerns to be heard. Our history has been rewritten to always show us as villains. That's just the case. We have never had that opportunity, and you know it's we're not likely going to have that opportunity for some time officially, because even in history, whenever we've, we've ever tried to speak up, we have been kicked to the ground. You know that's something that's always, always, always happened. So it's it's one thing to say yes, you know, 
एक्नोलेज करना नेसेसरी है वो करना नेसेसरी है but then i feel that the onus is put on the government for that and yes the onus needs to be put on the government to listen to people but you know from my personal experience from my family's personal experience from my community's personal experience it seems more likely that we need to snatch that opportunity right it's not just a matter of you know putting a government who will listen and you know take care of concerns it's about a lot more it's about changing the entire system theek hai because the system even like india ko bolte na chennai secular nation hai democratic nation hai even on paper we're not egalitarian in nature even on paper we're not secular in nature we've got very discriminatory laws yeah to tumhare paas ye bhi pura aa jata hai so it's it's one thing to say yes you know ki hamare paas it's the onus of the government to listen but in my eyes from what all i have seen what's more likely to happen and what's probably going to be more successful is we have to snatch that opportunity there is no government in the entire country and that's hands down mai kuch ja ke bol de raha hu there is no government congress nahi karegi bjp nahi karegi aam aadmi party nahi karegi cpi nahi karegi left front nahi karega koi nahi karega who will actually listen to the minorities because nobody gives a shit because this is how it has been for decades and centuries and this is how they wanted to be so but gay hai but you know another thing that i wanted to talk about is shashir imam's philosophy when i was listening to his speech it made me question myself a lot so for more than a year and a half now i have caught myself slipping down this path like i have i catch myself you know slipping down this path of hate essentially extremism i suppose you can call it maybe it's i used to think about it ki acha what would i be like if i actually go down that path but sharjeel imam when i was listening to his speech essentially he was like that's who i'm going to be i will become sharjeel imam if i you know go down that path that's the question i asked myself so you know if you listen to his speech in amu and everything he, what does he talk about he talks about the jnu violence and how the cpi and like sfi wahan pe nahi khada hua jo ladne ke liye taiyar hote the wo bhag gaye and only aisha ghosh jo sfi ki president hai was actually there and jnu sfi ki president who, who was there you know he talks about uh, the delhi protest and that i agree with if the cpi did wahan pe then sfi wahan pe wahi kara then yeah screw those guys you stand up for people's rights not only in speeches you stand up for people's rights where it's matter right and then he speaks about you know how the ca protest what the attempt of the protesters in delhi was to expand the shaheen bagh protest from protest just about the ca and nrc to something like it talks about the 70 plus years of persecution that we have had in this country you know to teach the masses about what we have gone through you know what the nelly massacre was what the uh, enemy property act is and all of that and uh, you know it's just you you hear about that but there are a lot of things that i catch myself that i question myself upon as well i agree with him on those things like the cpi and you know the expansion of the protests to the identity of muslims wahan pe aa jata hai but then there were two things that i caught myself thinking about like one was the shaheen bagh protest where he had said one more thing you know um for a long time it's been primarily and predominantly muslims who have been protesting against it unko communal tag lage farak nahi padta what they worry about is brutality take it from the police yeah. and he says that it is necessary for non muslims to come and join this protest but he says ki for those non muslims to join they need to join like musalmanon ki shart pe join karna padega unhe like i initially thought maybe he's talking about you know uh, making the movement uh, something pride, primarily about the identity of muslims but what i realized later is like perhaps he's talking about the fact ki, you know non muslims jo aa rahe hain they have to commit to the cause as in like um they have to you know <laughs> I mean, I can't look at it in, for their own benefit. As in, as in, it's, it's not. I can explain it in terms of like uh, the Shashi Thuru comment. Shashi Thuru had an issue with La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah being said at a Muslim protest, a anti-CIA protest. Shajil doesn't want that. Shajil says whoever comes there has to say that. Say that. You see, he speaks about the Shahin Bagh protest being 
made up only of muslims he doesn't want the protest to be about you know quote unquote saving the constitution because he says there is no form of the constitution in this current state that you can save because the constitution is lost it was lost when it was created he says that it needs to be the identity of muslims the fight of muslims and anybody who's a non muslim who joins the protest needs to join at the demand like musalmano ki sharto pe join karna padega as in like they have to say la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah they have to commit to the cause that's where i catch myself you know i catch myself ki is that the right thing you know yes i agree it needs to be about the muslim identity people who are over there need to realize it's not about saving the constitution it's about saving the muslim identity but then to go that far to make them say muslim religious slogans is that right it's see that kind of boils down to the argument of fighting the oppressor with oppression yourself yeah If but then i suppose... it's, it's 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 like saying fighting violence with violence which didn't it... doesn't always work out either yeah yes but yes. then i've always thought of it in two terms as well it's like you know i suppose the other side of it that you can look upon it is like to bolo bolte na don't fight hate with hate mere ko gaslighting lagta hai wo take i just find that very dumb they really depends to... on context that is a very yeah. subjective you can't extremely platitudes ha huh, sorry you can't put platitudes as the subject of your political views ki don't fight hate with hate it all depends on when it's happening what is happening what is the context exactly but why that's the thing is maybe that's why i always question myself is these maybe and that's why i honestly don't know what to think about you know his phrase about uh, muslims like non muslims coming in and uh, you know muslimano ki shart pe it's something that i still question myself was when the other thing i question myself on is the fact that he called gandhi a fascist you know i was having a conversation with my friend about you know gandhi as well and uh, i mean we studied in grade 10 right where gandhi had said that uh, good if good women should go home and like take care of the family rather than protest if they want to be right. good mothers like and everything yeah he made, he so, made a couple of very sexist comments very sexist and the thing is you know sharjeel imam himself has said and like uh, modern form of nationalism specifically hindu nationalism can be attributed to gandhi like i have i have read nationalism by tagore theek hai mm-hmm. this is where tagore and gandhi were completely diametrically opposed you know uh, this is what tagore had said exactly he said nationalism is a great menace it is a particular thing which for years has been at the bottom of india's troubles mm-hmm. and the thing is for tagore it was he essentially had a hierarchy he had religion at the bottom the nation above that and above that humanity he said that any nation that betrays the concept of humanity whether it be others or whether it be yours you should not stand for it gandhi was not such as gandhi was not a believer in that he believed that the nation always came first and the thing is i catch myself in this i'm like is it fair to call is it fair to put gandhi is it fair to give gandhi the blame for this then for our current condition you know does he have blame in this because in my mind when i think about it it's the combination of hindutva the ideology the hindu rashtra hindutva propagated by savarkar and like propagated by savarkar along with the nationalism and the belief that the nation comes first beyond everything before everything propagated by gandhi which in my eyes has led to what india is it's but is it fair how much this ideology is also glorified I suppose that we that we just turn a blind eye to all the wrongs in it as well. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I catch myself thinking about it as well. I'm like, the thing is, the idea of nationalism is also deeply, deeply linked to Gandhi, and because people very much look up to Gandhi, you have that link, right? People look up to Gandhi, and therefore people also look up to the idea of nationalism, which I, has I led to where we, it is today. We really forget that nationalism wasn't just Gandhi; it was all of these movements, uh, even you know, big movements that started in West Bengal, art movements. Poetry mm-hmm. movements. It it was it was all 
a step towards getting your own identity and it wasn't just from it, it it wasn't as a nation but it was at an individual level where all these smaller yes. communities where all of these bigger communities everyone wanted to find their place in this sudden havoc that was created you know mm. and and but then what Hmm. Asani, sorry, go ahead. No, sure, go ahead. So what I was talking about essentially was the greater national identity. Like the thing that you're talking about, you know, poetry movements, art movements, that's something that Tagore supported. Tagore believed that, yeah. you know, a nation is something that's very mechanical and the purpose of the nation and the people of the nation is to purely ensure that the nation survives rather than, you know, go something towards the path of soul, which is, you know, through art and creativity. So the art movements, poetry movements, while they were nationalistic, quote-unquote nationalistic, it's something that was supported. It was something that was more towards the idea that Tagore propagated which is of the soul but what I'm talking about nationalism is the belief that the nation comes before everything else you know the phrase that Bharat Mata Kize for example or that you know Mera Bharat Mahan the idea that you can't speak against the nation was sort of brought in due to the ideology that was supported by Gandhi so I just think to myself is it fair to blame Gandhi then so what He's basically we're trying to say sorry what we're basically trying to say in this whole episode what it's been about is we can't believe one source we can't say ki gandhi pe hi sara blame hai but we can say ki there is some blame with one person you have to as a listener you have to think about what you're hearing you have to think about what you're looking at and you have to think about what media you're consuming and on that note, we'll end this episode. But if you want to know more about our views and the things that we've talked about in this episode, you can go onto our website and you can find all those links from our Instagram. Also, just look look things up, you know, on Once Google. All right. <laughs> cool. And thank you for listening. Okay. Yeah, we'll um, see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.